Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. everybody and welcome to live coverage on IMSA Radio. We're at the Circuit of the Americas, three and a half miles, five and a half kilometres, purpose-built Formula One circuit indeed. Uh, many would say the original purpose-built Formula One circuit in the USA. Argue about that if you want to. There's a talking point for you <laughs> over in uh, Adult Beverage uh, tonight. It's a, part, it's a part of the Super Racing Weekend that we have the IMSA support categories with us and it's time to go racing. It'll be Jeremy Shaw and Greg Kramer to take you through the seventh round of the Lamborghini Blancpain Super Trophy. That's next here on IMSA Radio and here's Greg with the grid rundown. All the on-track action. All the news from the pits and paddock. This is IMSA Radio. Thank you very much, John, indeed, setting up for round seven. And on the pole, another one for the season for the team of Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo driving for Ogara Motorsport in the Beverly Hills Lamborghini number 50. A great lap. Uh, first time here, of course, for these cars, so it would be a track record that they've established at a 2 minute 6.045 second lap. That's an average speed, folks, of 97 plus miles an hour in these machines. Outside of the front row is the pole in what's called the Pro Am category. Uh, and again, Antonucci and Piscopo, pros. There are three different classes in the Huracan division, and then there's the Gallardo class. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But it is Cedric Spiraswali. He's the pro driver in the Pro-Am equation, along with his teammates, Lawrence DeGeorge. They will start outside of the front row. Starting inside of the second row, second in the pro category, third overall. In only his second event, driving the number 14, Bad Lambo Racing, La Jolla Lamborghini, Huracan is Madison Snow, and of course a very accomplished driver in the Tudor Championship as well as other categories as well. Starting in the fourth spot, second in Pro-Am is the number 29 Carolina's Lamborghini Change Racing Machine of Corey Lewis. Starting in the third spot in Pro, in the Pro Division, fifth overall, the number one of Enrique Bernoldi for Paramus Lamborghini and Prestige Performance is his team. Starting sixth overall, fourth in the pro category, the number 99, Carolina's change racing team, an entry of Justin Marks. Starting in the seventh spot overall, third in the pro-am category, the number 22, Dallas Lamborghini from Team STR of Max Blancardi and Fernando Barbacano. Again, that is a pro-am car. Max Blancardi is the pro driver. Barbacano is the am driver in that equation. Starting in the eighth spot overall, fifth in the pro division, in the number 10, Paramus Lamborghini Prestige Performance. Huracan is Kevin Conway, currently second in the points, by the way, to Richard Antonucci in the pro ranks. Starting ninth overall, fourth in the Pro-Am category, the number 88 pairing from Newport Beach Lamborghini and Global Motorsports Group is the team. Jeffrey Chang is the amateur. James Sofronis is the pro. And completing the top 10, 26 is the car number for Miami Lamborghini Avid Motorsports. In the uh, Pro-Am category, fifth in Pro-Am, by the way, of Angel Benitez, the Pro, and Martin Fuentes would be the Am in that equation, starting in the 11th spot, the number 89 for Vancouver Lamborghini and Ogaro Motorsport. This is your pole sitter in the Am category for the Huracan division. Ryan Oki, who also happens to be the point leader, but only by seven. It's a close battle. Uh, the guy who starts right alongside of him is his brother, who sits third in the Am division for the Huracan. Class, the number 09 from Calgary Lamborghini and Ogaro Motorsport. They are teammates. His brother, Damon, starting 13th overall, sixth in the Pro-Am category in the 69 Beverly Hills Lamborghini Ogara Motorsport machine. Brian Wong and Tom Ogara, and Brian is listed as a Pro-Am. Tom himself as an am driver 14th overall is your pole in the gallardo category is the number 76 making their first start for miami lamborghini and misanti courtney racing uh, peter argetsinger and josh hurley is the pro who set that time 
starting in the 15th spot overall. Third in the Huracan Am division, the number 32, making his first start for the Newport Beach Lamborghini and Global Motorsports Group team, Rob Phillips. Then starting in the 16th spot, second in the Gallardo category, the number 63 from Dallas Lamborghini and Team SDR, Tomas Pichler. He's only fifth in the points, but that's because he's missed uh, a few races. Then we take a look at the 17th starting spot. Is fourth in the uh, Huracan Am division. They're second in the points, not getting the time they wanted in qualifying. The number 71 Palm Beach Lamborghini Bad Lambo Racing Team of the father and son duo, Jim and Josh Norman. Then we look at the 18th overall starting spot. Third in Gallardo, the number 84. This is the points leader in the Gallardo category in his Lamborghini America Mitchum Motorsports. Gallardo, Dylan Murcott. Pretty substantial points lead. He's got some 29 at this stage. Starting 19th overall, uh, the car that sits 7th in the Huracan Pro-Am class, the 77 from Miami Lamborghini and Musante Courtney Racing. That's Pro Aaron Povaleto and Joe Courtney, 5th in the point. Starting 20th overall, 4th in Gallardo from Paul Meach Lamborghini, driving for Mitchell Motorsports, is the 46 of Brandon Godovic. Great story there, starting in the 21st spot. 18th is the 18, is the car number, excuse me. Fifth in Gallardo, making his first start for Miami Lamborghini, driving for Avid Motorsports, is Mathieu Lecourier. Uh, he is, uh, again, making his first start in the championship, starting 22nd overall. Sixth in Gallardo for Chicago Lamborghini and Mitchum Motorsports. The 23 of Brian Hickson, who is third in the championship points table right now. Starting 23rd overall, seventh in the Gallardo category for Lamborghini America and Mitchum Motorsports. Todd Snyder in, uh, driving the number 42, sits fourth in the points right now. Starting 24th overall, third in the uh, number three car, I should say, for Lamborghini Miami and Masani Courtney Racing. Fifth in the Huracan Am division is Ross Schuest, uh, who sits fourth in the points right now. Sixth in the Huracan Amateur division, starts 25th overall, the number 11 for Paramus Lamborghini and Prestige Performance. Will James making his first start. In completing the field, 26th overall, 8th in Gallardo in the number 15 Toronto Lamborghini Paragon Competition machine, Joe Chan and Paul Taylor. So that is your starting lineup. And uh, again, joining me will be Jeremy Shaw. And Jeremy, uh, we talked about there's a number of different classes here. There are two different cars that are being run. So when we say the Huracan Pro, Pro-Am, and Amateur Division, that is the newest version of this remarkable Lamborghini program called the Huracan. All of their cars named after famous, legendary Spanish bulls. This one is a serious piece of race machinery. Well, it really is, and uh, it's it's a it's a beautiful piece of machinery as well. A lot of the aerodynamics on this car been have uh, been massaged by Delara over the street ver street car version, which is a pretty impressive car in its own right. But yeah, this is a, a wonderful uh, piece of technology that uh, is this uh, Huracan 622. It's a it's a hmm. a very impressive car uh, in every aspect. I mean, it, it uh, it's seriously fast as well. Look at the lap times this morning, uh, 2:06. Uh, point zero was the uh, provisional was the uh, the pole position time set by Richard Antonucci this morning. And if we look at those times on on the grid, it's uh, you know it's uh, only a, a second less than a second slower than the fastest car in GTLM in, in the Chud United Sports Car Championship practice from this morning, uh, and uh, a good bit quicker than the GTD cars, about four seconds faster than the GTD cars. So yeah, this is a, a serious piece of, uh, of equipment. Absolutely. Now the car, when we talk about the Gallardo category, that is the car up until this year, the previous few years of this uh, Lamborghini Blancpain Super Trofeo Championship was the car that was the top category car. Uh, it's still an effective weapon to be sure. Uh, the Gallardo, uh, it's called the LP574, and basically that means it was 570 horsepower, but it was all it's all-wheel drive, uh, so it's a little bit different handling and an interesting, interesting uh, a piece of machinery. Talking to some of the drivers that has stepped up from other categories into that car, and they said, boy, is that something to have to deal with. One, tons of downforce, and two, an all-wheel drive machine with that level of power. Uh, said it is, uh, it is clearly a very interesting piece of car to deal with. And put on some tremendous racing previously, no question about it. However, um, right now that 620, which is rear-wheel drive, just has a bit more performance, not just the horsepower, but it's got a little bit more aggressive arrow on it if you will and uh, that certainly means that uh, that car is going to be very very quick it's got more arrow it's got just some tweaks just everything's upgraded just a little bit uh, a very very trick gearbox on board that machine all uh, 
obviously uh, make it a bit quicker than the Gallardo. And uh, there is a GT3 version that has been announced for that car. It's actually been displayed a few times of the Huracan uh, that will be running in GT3 FIA GT3 base championships uh, once it comes uh, and gets a full season run on it. So there's lots of things that's developing right now. Uh, but uh, we also have, right now, uh, looking at those overall points, Richard Antonucci, uh, who has run by himself for the first few races, and then Eduardo Piscobo has joined him. That's why Eduardo and Richard are in different spots in the points table. But Richard, four wins this year. There's been six races held, Jeremy. He's never been outside of the top two. That's uh, consistent and consistent fast. Well, it, it absolutely is, Richard Antonucci, and he's uh, qualified the car on a pole now uh, three times. He, he, he was the qualifying driver this morning, so this is his uh, fourth pole of the season, and, uh, yeah, super fast. All right, and we are coming up on that command to get this one officially underway. Uh, you just saw them out on their installation lap. We're going to do the command, and then we will be going racing. Jeremy, would you do the honors of setting this field on its way? Start. Drivers, start your engines. Tom O'Gara right ahead of them, and right ahead of O'Gara is a 07 car of Lawrence the George. Coming through, completing another lap here. And, uh, boy, they get laps in in a hurry as the time fades with the speed of these machines. And as they come by right now, uh, you can see, oh, three abreast. Hope you get that pass done. Again, that's uh, awfully inviting up into turn one. But right about there, things get squeezed. They do. And look at this battle there in the Gallardo class. Uh, the number 76 car uh, it still leads, but Mathieu Lecouille, the Frenchman in car number 18, managed to sneak past Dylan Merkin on that lap. So those three cars pretty much nose to tail uh, in the 1-2-3 in that class. And so is Brandon Godovich is right there as well in car number 46. So pretty much a four-car battle in the Gallardo class for 15th place overall, led by the number 76 car of uh, Peter Argetsinger and or Josh Hurley. Good look there at that number 46 once again at Godovic and in some pretty, a good guy, another guy who's moved up smartly from where he qualified is Rosh West, uh, who is right behind Godovic right now. And that number three. Somebody was really slow there out of that, uh, out of that, out of the final part of the S's. I thought it was actually number 84 car, but I'm not quite. Yeah, it might be Burkett because, uh, yeah, Le Courier, those two guys are having a great scrap. Yeah. Coming down the straightaway now on lap three. Still Richard Antonucci leads. He set the fastest lap of the race last time around. Two minutes 08.48. So that's a couple of seconds away from the qualifying times this morning. There's Lecouille there defending the inside position from Brandon Godovic going into turn 12. Again, that bright gold car. The Frenchman and uh, the 84 of Murcott, then as you said, the 46, Godovic, and uh, these guys are putting on a great show. The problem is, is it's behind uh, the first-timers here who have really put together yeah. one heck of a run so far. Haven't they just? Here's Richard Antonucci coming down the hill into the S's. It through turn two on lap uh, four now. He turned another fastest lap of the race last time around, 2 minutes 08.456, so a little bit quicker than his previous lap, and he's managed to eke out a little bit more of an advantage over Madison Snow, but it's still... What, uh, not much more than a, uh, yeah, maybe a couple of seconds this time around. Couple, yeah, a couple and a half seconds now over Madison Snow in the second place. He too has stretched out maybe a second or so ahead of Enrique Benaldi, former Grand Prix driver from Brazil. He's driven just about everything there is to drive Enrique Benaldi. Had a very successful uh, early part of his career in Europe. Coming up the ranks in Formula Renault and Formula 3. Won both of those championships and uh, finally got himself into Formula 1. Yeah, Madison making his uh, first ever start in this series at the uh, most recent round at VIR had an incident in the first race and paid the crew back who put a real thrash on to get that car fixed by winning the second yeah. one. So he is a quick study, isn't he? Yeah, that was very impressive. It was a great drive by Madison Snow to win, win the second of the two races of the three races at Virginia International Raceway last time around. 
driving that UIS. He's that long-term supporter of Madison's Universal Industrial Sales. And uh, great to see him moving up into this category as he continues to sit in a very, very solid second place right now. And I was just watching these cars as they were working through the S's on that last lap. And uh, you can just see the arrow on these cars because they just seem to track through there. Uh, You don't see a lot of give anywhere on those cars. They're stuck. Yeah, looking through the uh, final part of the triple apex right-hander. That's down through 18 and into the left-hander at turn 19. They carry a lot of speed down the hill there into this uh, tricky turn 19. A little bit of off-camber off there. The road kind of falls away on the exit. It's very easy either to run wide or, or to make a mistake there. And then into the final corner and leading on to the start-finish straight one more time. And we're looking right there as Corey Lewis, once again, the 29 Monster car as he runs fourth leading in the pro-am category and uh just a car two cars behind him now is uh the entry of benitez and fuentes that uh, i think uh, as you pointed out jeremy when they do that driver change they're both pretty darn decent drivers and uh i think that could uh, could, could play a real role here and the interesting thing is in the heat here you know the guys that are doing this one 50 minutes on their own versus a driver who gets in who's a decent driver who does that second stint just physically mentally might be a little bit fresher as we get down near the end of this yeah one. so uh, second place in in pro-am then uh, car number 26 uh, benitez and fuentes and of course the guy who's leading the class Corey lewis he's got he's his co-driver is pretty uh, evenly matched as well because it's the same guy Corey lewis <laughs> exactly. is doing the whole race in there so you know he should have the same sort of pace in the second half as the first half of the race uh, and he'll be looking to score another win in that Pro-Am class. He's won the last four rounds in a row in Pro-Am. The first two rounds of the season, both won by Cedric Zbirajwali, who was driving solo at Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. Since then, it's been all Corey Lewis. That car, by the way, in the hands of the starting driver, Lawrence DeGeorge, and as we talked about, he just doesn't have the experience. Uh, that's why he's running the AM part of the Pro-AM category. Yeah. Started second, has faded to 15th right now, sixth in class. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and here's a move. This is for that fifth spot as uh, the Fuentes-Benitez duo trying to sneak around Justin Marks. That allows them, if they could make this pass stick, Jeremy, then there isn't anybody between them and Corey Lewis. And the question is, is just how much time they've lost to Ola Lewis as Justin not going quietly by any stretch. He's not. That's a nice pass there down yeah. to the inside, wasn't it, by, uh, we believe, Martin Fuentes making that pass. Uh Sharing that number 26 car with Angel Benitez. And now move up into the fifth position overall. And what about six seconds perhaps behind Corey Lewis in that car number 29. Very consistent lap times by our race leader Richard Antonucci. The last two laps were virtually identical. Two minutes 08.4 something. This lap a couple of tenths slower but still pulling out. Uh, more of a more of a margin over Madison Snow. That gap between the first and second place cars now out to over four seconds. Uh, perhaps a couple of seconds back to Brunaldi in third place, and a similar margin back to Corey Lewis in fourth. Boy, that margin from uh, Lewis to Benitez, though this is going to take some serious work here. It's over ten seconds right now uh but again a couple of really talented drivers as is Corey. uh this might all come down to just how smoothly everything goes in the pit stops and how that after the tire change you get back on on track how quickly you can get back up to speed at this stage by the way behind justin marks now as he runs sixth overall but fourth in the pro category kevin conway uh is running behind him kevin too has about seven seconds of deficit to justin marks here so we're gonna have to see whether they can find some speed we'll certainly keep a look at i mean that last lap conway's lap was uh, almost two seconds faster than was marks but that may have been because of the pass and and getting offline and the like as well indeed so but also the fact it was that was kevin conway's best lap so far in this race in that car number 10 in the seventh position we are watching now Madison Snow. He's uh, last up around a, a 209.7. That's about three quarters of a second away from his best lap in this race set uh, back on lap two. Meanwhile, in the Gallardo class, Dylan Murcott has made his way, well, not only made his way to the front now in that class, but he's stretching away. Last lap time around 2 minutes 15.6 for Dylan Murcott in car number 84, that Mitchum Motorsports entry, running for the Lamborghini Americas dealership. And he is stretching that leader now over Matthew Lecuyer in second place in car number 18. And Peter Argetsinger falling back to third place now uh, and still having his hands full, though, with Brandon Godovic in the car number 46 right behind. 
And here once again comes Antonucci, going to put lap six in the books and taking a look at what time he just set in that as we're watching this. Ooh, a bit of a drum dramas down in turn 12. I think there may have been a little touch there because that uh, orange and white machine, that's a couple of cars in front here of the 84. I think that may have been uh, uh, Blancardi Barbacano. There may have been just a little bit of a touch there. That's a another one of those wide entry corners down into turn 12, and it's got that big flight braking zone into it. But uh, it's uh, it's an you can over break into that and have yourself with a little bit of an issue. Yeah, there's a pretty good battle there going on for third, fourth, and fifth in the pro am category in uh, in the Huracan class. Number 22 of uh, of uh, Fernando Barbicano starting that race, and uh, in the car number 77. Uh, running in second place now in the early stages of this race, Joe Courtney, the one of the uh, co-team owners there. Right behind him is Tom O'Gara in the O'Gara Motorsports Centre. I think Tom's just actually made that pass, hasn't he? Passed. Uh, yeah, and you can see this yeah, mirror flapping, so there there was a tink. Ah, anyway. I think that might have been Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and then right behind them is the, the uh, leader in the Gallardo class, car number 84 of Dylan Murcott. Last time around was uh, about a second quicker than Matthew Lecure in second place. There is that bright gold car. We appreciate that, making it very easy to spot. Yeah. And uh, you can see the differences when you take a look at uh, uh, the Gallardos, from especially nose on to the Huracans. There's a very different look to the air intakes on those cars. Particularly uh, the headlights, too. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and the upper grills where, uh, where the radiators vent out. It's a bit different. Ooh, a big, big bump. So you come in there, and a nice job there. The number 32 of Rob Phillips, who, you know, in his first ever start in this championship, is doing a very nice job right now in he the is. number 32 for Global Motorsports Group, uh, running a very solid fourth in the AM category. Yeah, he's just turned his best lap in this race so far. Has he has closed right up, up there on Joe Courtney, who uh, must have had a few bobbles, I think, on the last lap around. Meanwhile, Richard Antonucci still uh, turning a, a torrid pace at the front of the field. That was, that was a little bit slower, that last lap, for the car number 50, Richard Antonucci. Two minutes, 10.1, so uh, second or more slower than the previous lap. And Madison Snow actually uh, pulled him in, reined him in just a little bit by about eight-tenths of a second on that last lap. But it's still maybe four seconds between the first and second place cars. Here's Madison again. Yeah, as you point out, you can see the, uh, uh, the gap there. Great sequence uh, of this track here. I love this turn up and over the rise. That is uh, turn nine, then into turn ten, which is this high-speed kick down into the inviting braking zone here of turn eleven. That then sends you down that long straight, and uh, it's kind of new. I mean, I've been announcing racing here for a while, and that big bump on the approach, right where the compression is down at the bottom uh, of uh, the turn ten area, uh, that seems to be a little bit of a new development to this track, and it certainly is getting everybody's attention. Yeah, you're right. There is Madison Snow coming down into turn 12 in the second place in car number 14. That URS entry, uh, the Bad Lambo, run by Park Place Motorsports. They also run the number 73 car in the Tudor United Sports Car Championship this weekend as well. And Madison Snow, a former champion in the Porsche GT3 Cup category, won the gold class as a what, 15-year-old? Was he 15, 15 years old? Years old then he moved he up into the platinum class and won the platinum class in 2013 as well at the ripe old age of uh, of uh, 17. <laughs> He's now 19. For goodness, it's scary, isn't it? That, that's impressive, yeah. But by the way, though, I was taking a look here. Uh, Benitez, last couple of laps had run a little bit quicker than Corey Lewis. This last lap, uh, Benitez suddenly turned a 2.11.1 and lost a little bit of that uh, ground that he had made up. Uh, and Antonucci up front. Boy, he is just a metronome out there, isn't he? Just mid-208s, mid-208s. Mid no, he's back down to that now. Yeah, 210 yeah, it was that lost. One. Yeah, after that just that one. one lap. Yeah, once he gets back into that groove, pretty impressive. There's a look at the number one. That's third just coming up through turn one right now for prestige performance. Bernoldi. There is Corey Lewis. I fancy that uh, that slow lap by Richard Antonucci. You might... Richard Antonucci might well have been as a result of that he was passing one of the slower cars, car number 11. Uh, Will James making his debut in the 
Lamborghini Super Trofeo, Blancpain Super Trofeo this weekend. His first ever race in these cars. He's quite a long way off the pace, but keeping his nose clean. But I think Antonucci probably uh, uh, lost a little bit of, moment, bit of momentum trying to get past that car number 11. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of trying to figure out here. I've, I've been wondering where Tomas Pichler is. He qualified second in the Garda category, and he's showing as never having been able to start the race. Uh, showing up in the monitors now as a DNS. So some sort of an issue here as we look at the 0-9. That is your leader in the Huracan Amateur category. It's the Brothers Oki right now running 1-2, the 0-9 of Damon and the 89 of Ryan. And Damon's liking how this is looking right now as he's got a pretty uh, good points deficit. He's in third in the points right now. And uh, so he'd like to make anything up he can. you got to believe. You know, they say there's no f more fierce rivalry than teammates. I got to think the one that might be more fierce is teammates who happen to be brothers. Yeah, sibling rivalry there. Yeah, <laughs> boy, mix that it's, in. It's 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 uh, it's fun, isn't it? And uh, they've, they've they've proven to be uh, pretty closely matched, haven't they? Mm -hmm. The two Oki brothers and uh, running well again here. Uh, they both had wins this season. Ryan's won three times. Damon's won one. And considering that the uh, tough start to the season for Damon, who crashed in the first race at. Uh, Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca back in May and didn't even start the second race. You know, to come back and win the first of the three rounds at VIR last time out was a, a stout effort. So a really good comeback. And here are those two cars now battling for the lead in the uh, in the uh, AM category, the 09, just ahead of the 89 car. Teammates, brothers, you want to race hard, you want to beat them, but you don't want to have contact because Thanksgiving and that dinner is coming up, and that could be awkward. It <laughs> uh, could be very awkward. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Boy. there is our, our race leader, Richard Antonucci, is stretching his lead now. We've got to almost, uh, almost 20 minutes in this race, so probably by the time they come around now, the pits will be open for the uh, pit stop window. Coming up to 20 minutes into the race right now, so uh, any time after this point... The pit lane will be open for the for the mandatory right. one-minute pit stop for each of these cars. Just got word from race control. The window is now officially yeah, open. Okay. So have to uh, watch and see who are the first to blink, so to speak, here and duck in. Uh, I would expect uh, that we might well see uh, Lawrence DeGeorge coming in here in relatively uh, short order. Uh, that car now is sixth in Pro-Am and 18th. And... Uh, you know that uh, Lawrence has done a great job of keeping the car in one piece, uh, but I think they probably would like to get, and here we go, uh, a huge group heading right down into pit lane in uh, very short order, led in by uh, the uh, Blancardi and Barbacano, number 22. Uh, so that is from 11th spot. Overall, third in the Pro-Am category. There's the number 77. Yep. Again, uh, Joe Courtney going to be turning over to Aaron Povoleto. Yep. He's going to be fast in the latter stages of the race. So Fernando Barbacana, the youngster, 21 years of age, uh, from uh, Mavida in the Yucatan Peninsula. He brings that car. He's the first guy onto pit lane in uh, car number 22. And we're watching on the screen the scheduled pit stop for uh, Joe Courtney, who will hand over to Aaron Povoledo. Again, there's a certain time you have to, to be stationary. So you want to, you know, there's some urgency, but it's not, uh, you know, like, you know, the, if we can get this thing done in 15 seconds, uh, so it, it, which is a safety factor, which I like in this kind yes. of a deal. Here comes Madison Snow yes. and uh, opting in. And uh, uh, this might be simply tires because I think they have to start that first race on the tires that they qualify on with these Pirellis. And this may be simply, uh, all right, get some fresh tires on this car. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be changing tires. No, it sure 14, doesn't. Certainly, but we yeah. saw the second, third, and fourth place cars coming onto pit lane. No, no, Corey Lewis was running fourth, wasn't it? But we've got number f number uh, 14 car, Madison Snow, Enrique Bernoldi car number one, and also... The number 26 machine that was running very, very well with Angel Benitez, Martin Fuentes. We believe it was Martin Fuentes who started. He has brought that car onto pit lane as well. The other top four now that on the race track, Richard Antonucci, who was the race leader, has not stopped. Corey Lewis now up into second place. Ooh, and while this is all going on, a bit of a battle unfolding between the Oki brothers at this point, which is now for fifth overall as the 89 Orion Oki, which is that lime green highlighted car chasing the 09 of Damon, 
which has the uh, orangey highlights to it here. He took a big look down into turn one. I uh, realized he was coming from, I think, a bit too far back. Uh, but uh, obviously this is an opportunity for these guys to make up some pretty significant ground at this point. So Corey Lewis now moves into second overall, leading in Pro-Am in the 29 Conway, up into third in the number 10, second in Pro. Justin Marks moves up, then the Okies running fifth and sixth. And uh, here comes Madison Snow. Of course, was second when he went down into pit lane, and now he wants to get after it here. Yeah, he's trying to make a move there on James Safronis, who's taken over from Jeffrey Cheng in that number 88 car, the GMG machine, carrying the colors of the uh, Newport Beach Lamborghini dealers. And uh, Madison, you know, this is one of those deals where you hope you've got uh, somebody that makes sure you understand who's in that car. Uh, because that is a quick driver in that car. Not that Jeffrey isn't, but uh, James is very accomplished. As our overall race leader, Richard Antonucci, comes in, and uh, he's fast. So what happens when he turns it over to his co-driver? Well, let's see, the guy won the world final last year, the Euro champion. I think he'll be fine. As Eduardo Piscopo greets him at the driver's door. Gosh, I must admit, I'm not familiar with the helmets of these guys, but, uh, yeah. And again, driver every, changes completed, yeah, they, second driver in the car. Everybody, they seem to be pretty like happy Richard's with the tires, helmet, don't they? Right now, yep. they're, oh, just, yep. they're all doing just tire pressures, but they seem to think that uh, right now, he's probably given them pretty good grip. And once again, we're seeing, uh, we're seeing Corey Lewis staying out on the racetrack. He's done the, each of the last three races uh, and led laps in each of them. And he's doing the same again here at Circuit of the Americas. So it's a kind of a 29 who will lead this season. We've... Uh, a whole bunch of different leaders in the races already this season. We had nine different leaders in the uh, six races run so far this season. But it's certainly been that number six, that number 50 car that's led the vast majority of the laps. 66 of them led so far by Richard Antonucci this year and 38 by Eduardo Piscopo. So the folks that are staying out as we see the number 50 now making its return to the track, the Ogara Motorsport Lamborghini Beverly Hills seem quick. car. Yeah, it did, and I think that's why he went so slow down there. I think they were really tracking that time count for him. I hope he didn't uh, didn't uh, get out a little bit too quick here. But what I was going to say was the guys that have stayed out now, they need to have their pit has to be very, very on the game because as long as you're inside where the pit counter starts within that 10-minute uh, window, the outside of it is fine. But if you mistime it here, and this is a 3.4-mile yeah. track, you you know, and again, you don't get that pit window in, you're done. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to make another drive-through penalty, certainly, yep. if you don't come in within, uh, you know, when the window is open between 20 and 30 minutes in this race. We're just, uh, well, right about halfway through that window now, aren't we? So we expect to see Corey Lewis stay out for a few more laps. That's generally what he has done this season. His last time for our race leader, a 2.11 Point zero, which is about a second and a half or so slower than his best lap in the race set uh, much earlier in the race on lap four. Got 11 laps completed by our race leader. And the uh, Oki brothers, Ryan now leads in kind of 89. So that must mean that Damon has been in to make his pit stop. Ryan has yet to make his stop. Yeah, it looks like everybody has either pitted or is in the pits except the top two right now, Corey Lewis and Ryan Oki based on what we're seeing from the monitors at this stage. So, Corey, I think he obviously likes how the car feels right now relative to the other people in his class, and he's just hoping to build that margin up just a little bit. Yeah, taking advantage of the uh, the hot Pirelli tires on this Lamborghini Huracan, and, you know, he's, he's in a groove here, and he'll stay out. And as I say, this is the same strategy this team has employed for the last several, well, pretty much, I think, for all the races this year, certainly the last uh, three or four, and that uh, change racing team. They guided Kevin Conway to the championship here for the last couple of years. Well, he also, Carolina, Carolina's yeah, dealership. he also has a very clear track in front of yeah. him right now. And when your strategists are looking at that and they're going, you know, should we pit or not? Well, no, I think you're going to have some really clear track to just go do some free running on. And here we go now with Cedric Spears-Wally right up on the number 89 as, uh, again, he is trying to get through and do anything he possibly can right now as uh, Ryan Oki continues to stay out. But Spears Wally just wants to get 
make up some ground as fast as he can. He's already up to 13th. Yeah, he does. And uh, he, he, that car has made it stop number, the 07. So this is actually not a battle for position because the 07 car is a lap down to the 89, which is yet to make its pit stop. And I would dare say that we had better be seeing Lewis and Oki in this lap. I think just it's a simple solution here to get that quickly done here. But we are closing in two minutes to the end of that window, yep. and they're lapping it, you know, two minutes plus. Two minutes plus. So, yeah, we will see those cars in on this lap, assuming uh, that they are looking the same data <laughs> and reading the clock the same way as we are. Yep. And as you say, Greg Kramer, here comes the number 29 car onto pit lane. Uh, we, we, he is the race leader at the moment. The last uh, two cars yet to make the stop. We expect to see Ryan Oakey on pit lane as well, and that would leave Richard Antonucci back in the lead of this race by a commanding margin over Madison Snow in second place. Again, going to always check those tire pressures, and uh, that's something you could do. It's amazing how a small amount of a change in the air pressure in the tires can affect a big change in the performance of the car. With this heat here, my guess is they're looking at it and maybe just pulling a little bit of air out uh, because of the heat, uh, if it overinflates and the pressures go wrong, then air, you know, the handling will go off. And then making sure that there's nothing in any of those ducts that bring cooling, not just into the engine and the like, but also into brake ducts and the like. Uh, because this is a track where you've got some pretty serious hard braking mm -hmm. that goes on at this track, especially into 12 from a prodigious amount of speed. Yeah, very much so. You're right. And yeah, the, the tires certainly... Yeah, they will build up pressure from from your from the starting pressures you put in before the start of the race. So they want to make sure those uh, tires are equalised, and uh, you know there's optimum pressures suggested by Pirelli the, for each of the contenders. If everybody has the same, obviously, uh, so they want to make sure they keep uh, as close to that recommendation as possible. Pirelli knows what they're doing; they know what uh, the optimum tire pressures are under different atmospheric conditions, and uh, so the teams they're taking the opportunity to check that during that pit stop. Boy, and I'll tell you, Dylan Murcott played this pit stop sequence to near perfection here is because he has jumped all the way into the lead now in the uh, Gallardo category. The pit window has closed. Race Control just updating us. And Murcott has now gone to the lead in that class with uh, Le Courier sitting in second right now. And Brian Hickson, also doing a nice job through that pit sequence, Jeremy, has moved up into third. Now the driver, pretty big step moving from MX-5s, uh, which are great cars and very high performance, but making a step up into this category in all-wheel drive. I had a chat with him earlier, and he said, that was the biggie. So the downforce and all that, he said, but I've never driven anything all-wheel drive. He said, this has been interesting. Indeed, and this is uh, Dylan Murcott. <laughs> he did actually take the lead before the round of pit stops. Yes, to he Dylan did. Murcott. He's uh, yep. the championship leader in the Guiardo class, but he's, I think, uh, strengthened his advantage during the pit stops. Last time around, shown as uh, 14 seconds ahead of Mathieu Leclerc in second place. And you're right, Brian Hickson really done a nice job there in the third position. And in fourth now is uh, Peter Argetsinger and Josh Hurley. And uh, Argetsinger, obviously a very accomplished driver, but you'd think it'll be Josh Hurley behind the wheel of that right now. And so uh, Hickson, uh, he's got a margin in hand here uh, for sure over those guys, but... Uh, we know that uh, Josh Hurley is quick. And after everything cycled here, uh, Corey Lewis now third, uh, still leading in Pro-Am. Uh, Benitez, now we would think behind the wheel of that number 26, Avid Motorsports Machine, fifth overall, second in Pro-Am. Those two split by Conway. Oops. Ooh, that is Le, Le Curier. Curier. Mm. Frenchman does a quick spin there. Is that, is that the final corner? Where is that? 19. That was uh, coming up to that final. Yeah, he lost it right in the middle of the corner. Boy, he sure did. So now into that final turn. That is uh, really going to drop him down the order here, obviously. As he'd been a fighting second in this one. Yeah, oh, yep. Just Oops. back in came around. It snapped back around. Maybe a little bit of an overcorrect at that stage. Um but, you know, when you're driving a high downforce car, when you finally exceed that limit, yeah. strange things happen. It snaps around pretty pretty <laughs> darn quick. That's certainly the case there. So our race leader then, number 50 car, Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo have a uh, about a five-second five lead only over uh, Madison Snow. It was significantly quicker. <coughs> Excuse me, last time around, Madison Snow pulled about a second of that advantage back. 
And then Corey Lewis running in third place. He just made his pit stop, so getting up to speed on that last lap. And Kevin Conway, what a good job he's done in that kind of a 10 for the Paramus team, up into fourth position overall, third in the pro category, two-time champion in the Blancpain Super Trofeo. Yeah, double defending, isn't yeah. it? So, boy, I'm looking at this here, and Madison Snow does seem to be making up a bit of ground here, as you alluded to. I mean, the timesheet showed it last lap by about a second, but that seems to have uh, come down even more, Jeremy. A little bit, perhaps. I think uh, last there time around, the, um, the, uh, the, the we saw that spinner, Mathieu, Mathieu Lecure, spun pretty much, I think it was right in front of our race leader, so he probably had to take a little bit of evasive yeah, action, perhaps, there. Wait and see where his lap time is last time around. Quickest car on the track at the moment, actually, is Enrique Benoldi in car number one. He must have had a bit bad pit stop because he came into the pits in, what, in the third position, I think, wasn't yeah, he, car was, number yeah. one. And is now down in sixth, but he's just turned his best lap of this race at 209.438. So Madison Snow comes through, and he can see up in front of him two cars up. And this time, yep, Antonucci... Back into the uh, 209s at a 209.7. And Snow actually loses a touch here at 210.4 in that one. Yeah. And it's interesting that uh, the two cars in front of Madison right now, both from the same team with the exact same livery, I hope he realizes that the guy that's right in front of him isn't the leader he's chasing at this point. It's Madison. Again, only his second start in this championship. Ooh, that hurt. He got a great, great run and then got absolutely parked. And that's what happens when you get into the S's here in the 69 uh, just. And that's the uh, Wong Ogara entry uh, just absolutely. I mean, you can't hit the disappear button in those S's. Boy, that bump is severe. Now Madison going for the late break, turns it down to the apex. He can accelerate out, but uh, that cost him dearly. I would say that uh, he's probably uh, lost at least two seconds in that lap alone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always going to be tricky here when you you know there's a pretty pretty big speed differential between some of these cars. Looking there at uh, the Norman father and son, they're picking up some pace here. Josh Norman taken over from his dad in the closing stages of this race, and that is uh, right behind him. That is is that a battle for position or not? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, right behind I'm not him. Sure. Oh, wait yes. a minute. Oh, sorry. That was the, that was the, uh, oh, okay. I beg your pardon. That was the uh, number fourteen car we were watching there. Yes. That's not a battle position. The car behind him is uh, Brian Wong, who's taken over the number sixty-nine car for Agara Motorsport. So, uh, my uh, my bad there. That was the reason for that is because. The, the car has changed colours since the last round at VAR, the number 14 <laughs> machine of of uh, Madison Snow, now running as part of that bad Lambo team and running a similar colour scheme, not identical by any means, but similar colour scheme to number 71, the teammates, which is, being, which is, uh, which is the uh, father and son Norman team. They're still running third in the class in, uh, uh, in Urican Am, behind the Oki brothers. Damon leads Ryan by around about nine seconds now, so he's made hay here since the pit stop and Damon just said his best lap of the race a 2 minutes 12.1 to extend that lead a little bit more over his brother and then a gap a pretty long gap better part of half a minute back to the Normans in the third place in car number 71 and then Rob Phillips making a very uh, stout debut in the number 32 car and running uh, for GMG and running in the fourth position in that class in the 11th place overall and for Madison, that's got to be somewhat comforting, knowing that uh, they've gone ahead and done a complete graphics change in the car. That means you're probably going to be in it for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a commitment plan. move right there. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. And here is that Mitchum Motorsports machine that is splitting our two overall race leaders right now. 84, Dylan Murcott, continuing to lead in the Gallardo category. Boy. You know, I have to say, I love the sound of these cars at full chat down that long straight. It's just a great howl out of the back of these machines as we get a nice close-up look. You can almost see Madison in there uh, up on the wheel as he is in full chase mode here. Really intrigued to see just what that lap time is going to be. His last lap was a 2.10.6. 
that was relatively free of traffic. The previous one, this is the one now when he had to work so hard to get around Ogara, or the Ogara Motorsport entry, I should say. Now in the hands of Brian Wong, here comes, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Antonucci Piscopo car into that final turn. Accelerating hard onto the straight. Looking to see what the time is, what the margin is going to be here. And he turns a very good lap for this late in the race, a 209.3, essentially, a 209.29. And Madison, watching for his time to pop, actually wasn't a bad lap, considering he had to get around mm -hmm. uh, Brian Wong, which I think is probably more a testament to the, to the speed that Brian's now got in that car. I agree. Two, two minutes, 10.1 left for Madison Snow. So we're pulling away more than a second from uh, Corey Lewis in the third position. Uh, Angel Benitez is in fourth. Sharing that car with Martin Fuentes. Similar lap times they've been doing uh, in both halves of this race, so we're still not quite sure which of them starts and which one is finishing. Kevin Conway in fifth place in car number 10. Enrico Bernaldi, having lost ground in the pits off, he's been turned some very, very quick laps. But he's still about uh, three and a half seconds behind Kevin Conway. That's in the car number one for Enrique Bernaldi. Both of them running a bit quicker right now than the 99 of Justin Marks, who sits fifth in the uh, pro category, seventh overall. Uh, the Oki brothers are back at it again here, running one-two, although right now there's a bit of a split between yeah. them at this point, and of greater concern is, uh, well, at that time, Ryan Oki was able to turn a lap a little bit quicker than Josh Norman. Mm. Significantly quicker, actually. Yeah. And that, that, was his, that was the best lap of the race for Ryan Oki yes, there, too, 11.2. And that's a whole second quicker, virtually, than his, uh, than his brother, Damon. There's about, what, six seconds, six and a half seconds between those two last time around. But Ryan was as much as two seconds faster on that lap. We're watching Damon now in that kind of zero nine with the kind of, I don't know how you describe that paintwork other than the fact it's uh, primarily orange <laughs> and blacks and grays and things. It's a cool-looking car. It is. Uh, and his, his brother, uh, Ryan, in second place, is similar livery, except it's, it's, it's primarily green instead of orange. And by the way, two of the quicker cars on the track right now, as you might expect, uh, Aaron Povoleto just uh, turned a 2.099. He's the only other guy in the last few laps to get beneath a 2.10. So he is certainly after it. And Cedric Spiriswelli had run a lap at a 2.10, almost a 2.10 flat. Last lap, he got hung up a little bit and ended up with a 2.11.3. But uh, right now, Aaron Povoleto is absolutely flying. Ooh, close. It's the number 15 of Paul, Joe Chang and Paul Taylor. And look at this right now. is the 0-9. Damon Oki has that nice lead and did not want to get bottled up here and almost got chopped. And uh, that would not have been on, as they say, in terms of his, uh, his opinion at this stage. But he was uh, able to wait, just drove a slightly unique line to just hustle himself through. Boy, he has just driven superbly here. Yeah. And as we said, third in the championship, but he's always had pretty solid pace. Oh, and a problem for Snow. Madison Snow suddenly very, very slow, well offline over at the exit of the first section of S's. And continues to run well off the pace here, Jeremy, as he heads down now into that turn at number 11. Yeah, and I'm not sure what's wrong with that car. The, the tires seem to be okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's got some, like, a gearbox issue. Oh, yeah, uh, it's tracking weirdly. Maybe it's a TC issue, huh? I don't know. It's uh, That was strange, but certainly he's well offline coming out of the hairpin onto the straight. And as you say, a very much a reduced place. A white flag being waved there by the marshals. Thank you, guys, to, make, to warn the cars going past. There's a slower car on the racetrack. Yeah, still can't visually see anything of note. Madison doing a great job of just trying to stay well out of everybody's way. There's a couple of those prestige performance cars. Some rubber come. there as well. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I maybe it's a, a you know, it's got to be a driveline issue because every time it just suddenly and it's generally only lighting up that right rear, isn't it? 
I'm just maybe having gearbox problems in the car. Yeah. He can't get the higher gears, perhaps. I don't know. It's it's all conjecture, but certainly he's well off the pace. He's, he's moving that car it's, around. It seems awful. twitchy, he's, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's... Looks like he's trying to diagnose what might, might be wrong with it. Certainly the tyres look to be inflated okay. There's a 0-7 of Cedric Zbirajwali taken over from Lawrence to George. Got that car now up into the, the top 10. Boone just and again, got corked to 2.096. Yeah, he's done some, some very, very fast laps. The last couple of laps, there were several people turning quick laps. Uh, 2.093 for, for Madison Snow, actually. That's one of his better laps. And, uh, uh, and uh, but, uh, Enrico Bernoldi was quick as well, also in the nines. So Corey Lewis now up into second place as uh, Madison Snow brings his number 14 car onto pit lane. And with only six minutes remaining in this race, there go the team. They're going to put that car up on the jacks. Is there a problem with the right boy. left rear? That's where they're looking, certainly. Yeah, boy, and look at the difference in that lap time here for Benitez in third overall, second in Pro-Am in the 26 Avid Motorsports car. Just went a 209.7, Lewis a 212.4. That is a big chunk of time he gave up. I mean, he's got a large margin of almost some 10 seconds right now, but at three seconds a lap, that evaporates in a big hurry here. As we are at 43 minutes and 56 seconds into this one. So coming up on 44 minutes, six minutes to go here in uh, the seventh round of the Lamborghini Blanc Pond Super Trofeo Championship North America. He's having a good look here at Corey Lewis, yep. second overall. Yeah, coming down into turn 12 one more time. This will be the 20th lap uh, for our second place car. Richard Antonucci's still got a pretty handy lead, well, a huge lead now. Better part of half a minute over the, the guy we're watching on screen, the Monster Energy Lamborghini Huracan of Corey Lewis, car number 29. And another gap of uh, better part of 10 seconds. There is our Gallardo leader is following the second place car of Corey Lewis, car number 84, Dylan Murcott. He is a lap down to our race leader overall and to the second place car but he's still got a, a pretty commanding lead in the hurricane class over Mathieu Lecure but uh, even with that spin able to hold on to second place in car number 18 yeah he lo obviously lost a lot of time but Hickson was just not quite able to get up there and do anything with it in Hickson's laps now are uh, a bit slower than is Lecure so He's uh, able to sort of pad that just a little bit. And Dylan Murcott, with Madison Snow's issues now, is up into the top 15. Yeah, no, no, Benitez, uh, just, I think, I'm pretty sure it is Benitez who's driving now that number 26. I just turned his best lap of the race, actually, 209.190. Almost three seconds quicker than Corey Lewis on that lap. So Corey's got to be a little bit careful. He doesn't want to back off too much. Because if he does, he might be in for a bit of a shock. But now, uh, coming through the S's, all of a sudden, uh, Benitez comes up behind the Gallardo leader, uh, Dylan Merkel. That costs him quite a bit of time before he finally makes his way past. That was a nice job, though, by Dylan. I mean, he recognized that was a car that, you know, one of the much faster Huracans. Yep. And once he got to a spot on the track where he could just open the wheel up a little bit and let him through without hurting himself too bad, he did exactly that. And I'm sure Angel will appreciate that. Boy, interesting here. A couple of bumps. That one up into turn number 11. And it looks like there's another one, again, as uh, you get down into turn 12. Just love that sound. Wanted to pause yeah, for a minute. Very and cool, aren't they? But right in here. A couple of little bumps sun, there. Nothing very much yeah. in the driver's eyes there. Isn't it? Coming oh down the straightaway into turn 12. Sun's getting fairly low in the sky now. It's what? It's uh, what's the time? Six forty-five almost in the evening. So the sun's right. getting pretty low in the sky there, and that's going to make visibility really quite difficult coming down into that very tight left-hand at turn twelve. Last no problems there for our uh, for our race leader Richard Antonucci. No. Yes, three minutes to go. Uh, so we we would expect the white flag next time around for our race leader for Ogara Motorsports, led from start to finish. Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo, very much the class of the field. And with the problems for Madison Snow stretching away in the lead, we're still waiting for the second place to car to come across the start-finish line to complete lap 21. There he goes now. The gap between them is 31.9 seconds. A 2 minutes 11 lap that time for Corey Lewis. And here comes Angel Benitez in pursuit. The gap between those cars, a little bit more than six seconds. And because uh, Angel back down into the 2.11s that time, that uh, moment through the S's where he had to follow the Gallardo leader 
uh, Dylan Murcott cost him probably a second and a half or more. Yeah, easily. I mean, it ended up his uh, times where he'd been running consistently in the in the two hundred nines. Now a yeah. two eleven four essentially. Yeah. So that, uh, that that did take the steam out of him just a little bit. As we are looking at Antonucci, one last time. Well, check that the penultimate lap. He'll pick up the white flag this time by. And I was going to say, you know, with the uh, you know, these guys run a fairly sizable tire. We know they get a lot of downforce. From the aerodynamics, that 16, 17, 18 complex in these cars, yeah. that must be just feed it throttle all the way through there and just hang on. Very cool. I think that, that just we've got a glimpse there because of where the sun is. I think that is it, Eduardo Piscopo. In the car, I think, you think, I think it's Piscopo. Yeah, it looked like it. Whoa. A, off course there is number 32. That's Rob That's Phillips. That's a shame. Who's in the fourth place uh, in the class and turning pretty similar lap times to the Norman's father and son. He was within about three seconds of them, of them last time around as well. So that's going to cost him quite a bit of time. Our race leader goes past this Ogara Motorsport team, uh, new for last year. They've got some really accomplished guys on that team. Shane Senevaratni is a team manager. He's been around the sport a long, long time, ran very successful teams, particularly for Doricot Racing in Indy Light some years ago. The white flag is out, so just one more lap to go for... Uh, for Eduardo Piscopo and uh, that uh, Ogara Motorsport team looking to score yet another victory. Already had three so far this year. It's impressive stuff what he's doing, isn't mm. it? No question about yeah, it. Yeah, very ambitious that team as well. Tom Ogara, he's uh, you know, relatively new to the sport. He's been driving, driving this series now for, this is his third year in the series, but set up the team just last year. And uh, some accomplished race engineers. Uh, Gerald Tyler kind of leads the engineering strength. And Peter Jacobs, another guy with a lot of open wheel experience as well. Yeah, and as uh, Piscopo, if he could put this together, get his fourth win of the year, that would uh, be Antonucci's fifth. The way that they have been running. Just an amazing season for Antonucci here and yeah. uh, keep that top two streak alive. Good point, yeah. It, 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 in the pro category, is uh, is fifth win, but only the fourth win overall because remember at yes, Mazda Raceway Laguna right. Seca, they oh, actually finished second on the road, didn't they? That's right, yes. Cedric Spiritual, yes, but it, this will be the fifth uh, pro win for Richard Antonucci and his fourth overall win of the season. Down one more time into, I said this last time, so I'm just, you know, now it's right. <laughs> down into turn 12 as he's up behind Aaron Povaleto and Povaleto has been awfully quick as well in these last couple of laps he's hauled that car up into 11th overall right now Aaron has fourth in the pro-am category so a good run for him third in the pro-am is Sparizwali and Aaron there realizing that's your overall race leader and I'm way down the order just let him through at this point smart yep. move yeah no point in uh in doing anything otherwise he'd been running you know, fairly similar pace over the last few laps had uh, had Aaron the uh, Canadian in that car number 77 but that on this occasion the overall race leader a good bit closer to him so yeah just let him go past and follow him, him home to the finish line and onto the front straight they do it again Antonucci and Piscopo bring home another win as they make the traditional salute to the crew diving over to the wall in their Beverly Hills Lamborghini Ogaro Motorsport Machine, what a season they are putting together. Uh, that is just going to pad Antonucci's point lead big enough coming in. And he gets another one here. What a day for them here as this seventh round of the championship is concluding. Here comes their driver that is running second overall, leading in the Pro-Am category, the number 29. That is, of course, the Monster Energy, Carolina's Lamborghini Change Racing Huracan of Corey Lewis. He flashes through. Another great run for him. And uh, a string of wins for him. Fifth straight, it looks like, for Corey. So an absolutely remarkable run that he has put together as of late. Maybe he doesn't always get that qualifying uh, as quick as he wants, but, boy, he executes in the race to absolute perfection. Here comes Dylan Murcott. He's going to put up another win in the Gallardo category. Fourth for him, and that, of course, will expand his point lead. And in the AM category, <laughs> look at this. The brother Zoki, boy, he ran him down because he was backaways. Ryan has been just flying. But Damon, out of the last turn, oh, he goes way wide. Ryan gets a huge run. And the brothers side by side down the front straight. It's a drag race. And I think momentum might just give this one to Ryan. It does. 
They're trying to look at the margin of victory here, and it is not even a tenth of a second. What a finish at the end in the AM category for the Huracan cars. And I think Damon Oki is just going to be sick that he ran that wide. Bad enough it's a teammate, but your brother? Ow! <laughs> Dinner tonight could be painful. Ooh, uh, what a great day, though, for Ogara Motorsport. They run uh, these cars as well as the overall race leader. So they're winning the Pro uh, and the Am category. Uh, a great day for that uh, the California-based team. But what a great run that was for Ryan Oki. He really closed that gap down. The second half of the race, he set a blistering lap there, 211.2, almost a full second quicker than his brother. And he ran him down. The gap between them was as much as six or seven seconds, I think, at one stage, maybe even a little bit more than that. But Ryan came through and with that mistake at the final corner by Damon. It is Ryan that takes the victory. Yeah, interesting. In the pro category, Enrique Bernoldi in the number one is second, fourth overall. Kevin Conway in the 10 will be third, fifth overall. And, of course, uh, we'll be uh, checking in with them at the podium here in just a few minutes. And uh, in the AM category, of course, Lewis with that win. But Benitez, a great charge up into second. And Cedric Spirazuali, after having that car drop back to 18th overall, fought his way up to ninth and a third in the uh, Pro-Am category, Jeremy. Yeah, and seven cars in that in that uh, Pro-Am class now in Eurocast. We've got a couple of newcomers this weekend, so a really fine run there by uh, Cedric Zbirozwari after a very sensible opening stint by Lawrence George. He's certainly getting the hang of this racing business now uh, in his third race weekend. All right, so uh, then we take a look in the... AM category, we just saw that great finish, obviously, with Damon uh, Oki running a little wide, letting his brother Ryan through. Third is the Norman family team of Jim and Josh, father and son. Good run for them. And in the Gallardo category, Dylan Murcott brings home the win. Matthew, Mathieu LeCurier, even with that moment, uh, was able to gather it up and hang on to that second spot. And Brian Hickson uh, brings it home in third. Now, the nice thing about this category is uh, the simple fact... Uh, that they get to do it again with round number eight of the championship. And we'll, of course, be bringing that to you right here on IMSA Radio. Uh, that's going to wrap up our coverage of the seventh round of the Lamborghini Blancpont Super Trofeo North America Championship from here at Circuit of the Americas as part of the Lone Star Lamar Weekend. Thanks for joining us. This program is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more... Visit RadioLamont.com.